Welcome to today's broadcast, The Beauty of Grace. I'm Dr. Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. Today's message, we want to talk about once and for all. Now, that's a really powerful statement when you look at it from the aspect of what am I trying to say. But I want to show you some things in Hebrews that really will change the way that you see things, will change the way that uh, you begin to look at things. You know, the Bible says... In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 14, with one offering, he has forever perfected those that are being sanctified. Now, as we recognize the sanctification is a separation unto God, because by one, one offering, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Now, we've got to understand something here. Now, when he took that sacrifice for you and I, that you and I would be free and holy and upright forever, the Bible says. He's made us perfect forever. Perfect means complete, lacking nothing, nothing broken, nothing dis dysfunctional. And you say, well, pastor, people are dysfunctional. See, we're missing the process of what he's trying to say here. He's not talking about your physical realm. He's talking about your spiritual realm. As we begin to understand that we're a spirit, we possess a soul which is made up of our mind, our will, and our emotions, and we live in a body. So as we begin to understand that the spirit man has been absolutely perfect, and with one offering, he has forever perfected those that are made holy. So he's perfected us forever. So we have eternal redemption. So I want you to understand something today. Some of you live in the mentality that you're backsliding, you're falling away from God, and, and, and you're slipping away from God. Now, I want to I really touch in on that today because is God that weak? If, if, if so many people are going to be lost, how is God supreme? And the thing that I want to operate through this and open up to this is that if he's really who he says he is, and you and I believe who he says he is, then how do we understand and how do we comprehend that with one offering, he's forever sanctified or separated us or perfected us? So we've been made complete in him because of the sacrifice of one offering. Now, complete means we've been made perfect. Now, you say, Pastor, are you a universalist? No, I don't believe everybody's saved. I believe we have to receive to be able to be saved because we receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness according to Romans 5.17. So as we begin to receive all the finished work is not as complicated as the church is trying to make it be. And we don't fall in and out of our relationship with the Lord just because I missed the mark in my flesh. I'm not being judged based on my carnality. I'm being, not being judged based on my performance or self-effort. I'm being judged based on Jesus. So when he looks at Jesus, he said in Colossians chapter 3, verse 3, If ye be dead, ye are hidden with Christ in God. And that, so we understand that now when God looks down, he doesn't see my mess. He sees me in Christ. Under the old covenant, he saw them, the blood of bulls and goats covered their sins. You and I have been cleansed from our sins. Covering means I put something over the top of it. Cleanse is a word that means continuous removing or a continuous cleansing. It's a continuous process, if you want to call it that. So when Jesus came into your life and, and removed your sins, which was before the foundation of the world, all you had to do was receive what he did, and immediately your past, present, and future sins have been removed as far as the east is and the west to be remembered no more. So you and I now are once and for all living in that place of where he's sanctified for their sins once and for all when he offered himself. So you and I have been freed from our sins once and for all by him dying on the cross. And see, his resurrection was our resurrection because the Bible said that we died with him, we resurrected with him, 
We alive with him, and now we've been quickened and made alive by his spirit. The spirit of Christ. Now, some of you may have a real struggle with this, but Jesus died spiritually first. And the Bible tells you in 1 Timothy 3.16 that he was justified in the Spirit. That means declared righteous. How could he be declared righteous if he was never declared unrighteous? He had to die spiritually in the Spirit before he ever could die physically. You and I were born dead because of Adam's fall in the garden. There was nothing you and I could do about it. We could do some righteous acts every once in a while, but it didn't make us righteous. So there was nothing we could do about being born in damnation. There's nothing we could be do- doing without bo- understanding that we were born spiritually dead. There's nothing you could have done about it. But once you accepted Jesus, you got born again into the Spirit and the resurrected life. So now, you and I, there was nothing you could do before to become righteous. But once you got born again, there's nothing you can do now to become unrighteous. Because him who knew no sin became sin that you and I might become the righteousness of God. See, that's the wonderful thing about this the power of Jesus and the blood of the Lamb. Because you and I have been delivered once and for all from sin. And we've been freed and delivered. You really need to get into Hebrews 10 and 6. and You really need to start over in Romans 6 and begin to read it through the eyes of the Spirit. And 7 and 8 and just allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. But... I'm telling you, read over in Hebrews. You don't hear much preaching on Romans and Hebrews because it's going to distinguish and tell us who we are in Christ Jesus. And if the church can ever get a hold of who they are in Christ Jesus, their lives will be transformed. Their walk will be transformed. Their relationship will be transformed. It'll change their marriage. It'll change their finances. It'll change their bodies. It'll change their sicknesses in their bodies. It'll change their thought patterns. It'll change everybody around because me and you are some kind of something in Christ Jesus. And what a wonderful thing that is. Now, you're nothing on your own, but through Him you live and move and have your being. And that's who you are. You're a spirit being. You possess a soul and you live in a body. And so because of that, you're just like Jesus on the earth. You live and move and have your being in Him. See, that's the marvelous thing about the person and the beauty of grace, which is Jesus Christ.